0: Hello there, welcome to our weekly episode, Um, this is Love and Struggle, Love and Struggle podcast and um, we are very excited that you have spent your time, you are spending your time to listen to our show. My name is Reginald aka Reggie and I'm not alone of course, I am with my friend, uh, my best person in the world, my closest person in the world, my colleague um, Vani. We will take you through. Um, Fortunate enough is that um, I'll be covering the first episode, but before we get there, before we get into the details, well, um, I would like um, to give you a brief of what we are going to do in this podcast. So basically, we're going to talk about love, we're going to talk about relationship. We know love is a wide aspect. Um, It covers, it is so broad, you know, Um, by nature it is so broad, so it has... A lot of discussions that have to be covered, of course. We are going to try our best to cover all of these things. Um, but proudly, I would like to say I am so happy that today we are going to air our first episode in this season one. And our today's episode is called Love is Blind. So I really beg you, don't go anywhere, you just need to stay there and listen to what we have got to you. Uh, So I am fully aware that um, people have their narrations in love, but what do we mean when we say love is blind? What do we actually mean when we say love is blind? I know it is such a broader perspective and... um, i'll try to my best <laughs> i'll try to my best so uh, if i was to preview if i was to say something about it what, what, what would i say let me take you back i know maybe you've never been in a relationship but most of us have been in a relationship and we've got that closer interaction between us and our partners so, do you remember your first kiss? Did you keep your eyes open or closed? I bet you closed your eyes. <laughs> um, is it this the essence of love is blind? As you were kissing, your eyes were closed. Because you kissed them without fear. And without any sense of danger, you know. You do not have to say the one you love to know you love them. You accept love on blind faith, you know. Love is blind, and for a moment we use this phrase to justify the obvious flaw we do not recognize in the people. Lovers are oblivious to the truth and therefore unable to be classified uh, or to be on the clear sighted. So, if I was to talk on my perspective, my perspective is that we are blinded by love and we act carelessly without assessing any of our action, and thus at the end, we regret for any mistakes because we do not get to see as we are in that situation, you know, when we have those chills, those emotions, the affection, the attraction love is blind in that perspective but someone will always say that love is blind in another perspective hmm, let me guess what will be the other perspective of love is blind well um, so we can most specifically say love, love is blind but we can also sometimes say blind love you know blind love can be a hurtful experience you know, and it is blind because it is the one that is, mis- is misleading you know? one example of blind love is being in love with someone who will provoke you into doing things you would not normally do but because you love that person you actually do what that person say even if you know that you're infringing some of your rights while most people have certain standards which they live by being in love with someone to the point that they influence you to go against what you believe in that is the result of blind love being in love can often persuade a person to do anything in order to make that other person happy or to keep them not from losing them It makes one incapable of distinguishing right from wrong. You don't actually get to see. And often, that person who is the recipient of this kind of blind love will take advantage of these circumstances. It can be as simple as having them do all the housework, cooking, you know. They play on a blinge of an advantage because you don't get to see, because you are in love. So let me take you back to your first kiss. If you're like most people, you would describe it as a magical occasion um, where you are so certain you're loved by that person that you didn't that you wouldn't listen to anyone <laughs> uh, when you when you're just in love. You actually get you just, you you just don't get to hear what other people have to say. You know because you have this a feeling of a true love you have that feeling so looking on all these occasions love is blind but I have a perspective on this notion. My perspective was, or my perspective is, the idea that love is blind have always sounded very cliché to me up until today. Trust me, I'm telling you. You know, the proverb really has a great meaning and a fact behind it in many opinions and can be applied in different ways in person's love life. You can love a person so much to a point where he or she is perfect almost everywhere. And no matter what he or she does it can be that your significant other lives his or her socks around all the way up or leaves or that laundry. Uh, you just don't get to notice you know even whether the person is lying lying up in front of your face you won't get to see that you might have an idea of seeing it but because of the love you'll be blinded but you know some people might ask and how do we get ourselves in such kind of situation really how do we get ourselves out of there because it is tough Um, so, it is basically hard. Um, we we, we, of, we often call love is blind, especially in relationships which are chaotic, which are brutal, which have oppressions, abuse. But if a relationship, in my opinion, was just smooth. We could never even get into these terms. So actually someone will will, will come and ask, "Um, and how am I going to survive the breakup if I am not with the person that I love the most? It is tough. We've all been through breakups. And we don't get to know what to do. And sometimes we pretend that we are okay, but we are never okay. We are never okay. Because when you decide to leave someone that you love most, it is heartbreaking. When you decide fine I'm gonna let this go sometimes it doesn't mean that you don't love that person but because you see it is not healthy for you or maybe sometimes you might have been dumped and what are you going to do if you are dumped how are you going to survive a breakup you don't need to get into another relationship where love is blind this time you need to see clearly so I'll basically advise you things to do when you are up or when you are after a breakup well so if if you're just from the breakup and you need to survive a breakup no one should not tell you that don't cry till all go away. No, you need to cry all you want. Let the tears flow. You know, it's, uh, it's it's just actually healthy. You are releasing grief and pain. Of course, you may be afraid to start because you're fearful. You'll never stop. But actually, you will. Do something every day to help yourself heal. You just don't stay dormant. Don't stay idle, you know exercise, read, watch some TV, if you are to meditate, learn how to meditate and of course never underestimate the power of a positive prayer, pick things that you know will be fun or beneficial and do them of course, don't wait for the mood to come over you, take one action and then take another. Just don't do things because okay, I'm not in the mood to do that thing. You know that won't be healthy to you. And if you think that you cannot do all these stuffs, you just know you don't need to be idle. Find emotional support. You know there are numerous groups, numerous number of people that are going through same situation as you uh. Talk to your friend family members and don't think that you're bothering them because your real friends are always there for you don't be a drama if you're soon to be an ex you know if you if you if you think that you're gonna miss that person no 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 no. don't don't ever try to call them don't ever try to reach it to reach to them because you might be thinking that okay maybe they've changed but no you just be harassing yourself get busy you know if you wake up early take a walk have a breakfast do something around the house you know and just enjoy and live the moment don't stay idle and one thing that actually most people go wrong as soon after the breakup they tend to try a new relationship as fast as possible no don't try to mask your pain by trying to find a replacement you know we all know the term rebound relationship (laughs) actually this happens when we unconsciously use another person to fill the gap That's being created by the ending of a relationship. You know, these transition connections can feel healing in the short term. But if you don't process your pain appropriately, you will not be able to be uh, in a fully committed partnership. And uh, just don't spend too much time alone. Hang out with friends. Make new friends. Go for a talk, for a chat. Play games. And sometimes you just need to trust your feelings. Even if you were taken by surprise by the breakup, even if you did not see that coming at all, and your inner voice is telling you something, listen carefully, and you will hear that, and it will all be okay. You just have to let your feelings guide you. you know, Sometimes we, we have these instincts that, that we hear on the back of our minds, but we just tend to ignore them. Go for, go for your mind. These instincts are never wrong. They are always right. Trust me. So, take your time. Don't rush out. Sometimes, you can do a research, find what others who have not just, who have not just survived but thrived after their relationship and see how they actually ended it. And achieved peace of mind you know you can even read books you know there are some greater books of, of <laughs> on surviving a breakup you know one of my favorite book actually is how to survive the loss of a love by Peter McWilliams it's such a good book to read and um, this little gem will give you an insight um, of what you actually probably do so Trust that you are not put here to suffer and that your life your life will not, ju- will not just be okay for a moment, of course, but it will be wonderful. Love will come again. And next time, if you have truly processed your feelings, it will be much better. Having to walk through some alone time doesn't need to be totally painful. Just remember that, Even though change is mandatory, suffering is optional. This is what I'll actually advise you. And um, of course, we got a lot to talk. But we really need to stand up on our two feet. On this theme of love is blind. AKA blind love. So, uh, basically... Blind love is when you don't see who they really are. When you you hear this term as love is blind, blind love, you know, it is never good with that relationship. There are times when you end up loving someone infinitely. What that means is that you see the other person as perfect and you have a deep admiration for them. You mother everything they do. And end up becoming a basic need in your life becoming a basic addiction in your life but that might make you feel like without that person you're nothing you don't need to feel that way at all and this is how you can sometimes end up loving someone so much that you can see who they really are what you've done is made a kind of distorted reflection of them in your mind this is what we mean when we say blind love, you know. It's the kind where you idolize the person you love and will give anything for them, but that usually means forgetting about yourself. And why would and why will, will you need to forget about yourself? You don't need to forget about yourself. So, in other words, we can say blind love is when you idolize the person you love you know you can't always see the person you're with for who they really are that blind love sometimes comes from the idealization and in other words you think the person you love is perfect and you might even forget their human side you exaggerate all their good qualities and stop valuing your own so that you can say you know they are perfect you know You end up feeling good because you're such an incredible, impossibly great person. But that's not usually the case. This idealizations, involving overestimating someone, whether consciously or unconsciously, is just a defense mechanism. In other words, it's something you use to treasure yourself about something that bother you, you know. That's why you make the other person so valuable that you get to forget yourself. And you don't need to forget about yourself. So this theme, I think, from a point of view now, now that we've discussed this a little bit much longer, it's just a defense mechanism. Yeah, I think it is. You just cover up for some of your own needs, you know. You stop feeling lonely or unmotivated. That's that's, that's the issue. And why, why will it be that way? Why will it be that way? It doesn't need to be that way. It really doesn't need to be So I am glad that uh, we've got to talk about this. Because I think at some point now people will get to see um, what this stigma of love is blind all about. Blind love, loving at all costs. And avaling yourself. Relying too much on your partner. This is absolute reliance. And actually it might end up wearing the other person out. And when you rely completely on other people and put yourself at the bottom of the food chain, you end up being completely unprotected. And if you're lucky, nothing bad will happen. But if you cross paths with someone who doesn't have good intentions, It might have terrible consequences for you and you'll never worry about who you are and who you want to be. Or what you want to do because you live for the other person. That's true even when they have different interests, you end up pushing aside everything you want and just do everything they say. It's just like loving the person more, more than you love yourself the kind of blind love is easy to sum up in one sentence you are more important to me than I am to you that actually it's perfect definition of a blind love. to put it in another way it causes a lot of imbalance when it when the person you love always comes first and it has consequences because you get to forget who you are letting the other person walk over walk all over you every time letting your self-esteem go down not knowing what to do if the other person is not around and even worse living the other person's life and not your own so guys thank you so much for your time and i hope you have enjoyed our today's episode And you've got to understand what we are trying to show. I hope this will help. And of course, we have a lot of topics to talk about. But I just want to tell you one thing today. Loving without going blind is good for you. Loving without going blind is good for you. Not all love love is blind, of course. Having a deep connection with yourself, this means putting time into working or not to be focused on and your internal monologue. That way you won't forget that you're important and unique to the people who love you. You'll also be able to truly love someone else, not just a blank slate, of your imaginations feels in however it wants. You can always set limits. This is about being clear about what you want and expressing that to your partner. It means being assertive. Thank you guys. Until next time, it was your boy Reggie. And hopefully, we are going to see you next time around. Goodbye and have a great time.